0: This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 170 is going to be from... 1st Peter chapter 2 verses 21 through 25. As disciples of Jesus, we need to understand what it means to follow his steps. 1st Peter chapter 2 and verses 21 through 25 read, For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you are healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. As Christ's disciples... As disciples of Jesus, we need to understand what it means to follow in his steps. He left us an example. He left us a copybook that shows how we are to live, it gives us a pattern for how he lived his life. For to this you were called. We were called to be like Christ. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1, Paul said, "Follow after me as I follow after Christ." We were called to be like God's son for to this. You were called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps when he's walking in the sand and leaving footprints in the sand. Our steps need to be right in his in verses 22 through 25 of first Peter chapter two tells us how to do this in verse 20 it says who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. The reason why he is our example is because he suffered, verse 21, and then in verse 22, because he committed no sin. He suffered throughout his life, and then a horrible death upon a cross, but throughout that entirety of his life, from the time he was born till the time he died on the cross, he never, ever did anything that was not pleasing to his father. He never, ever sinned. No deceit was ever found in his mouth. This is why we can follow in his steps exactly. And if we do so, then we will live the best life possible. In verse 23, it says, Who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, and according to Paul in Timothy, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. We're going to suffer When Jesus was reviled, when he suffered, he did not revile in return. He acted godly. And this is one of the reasons why people wanted to follow him and why we need to follow in his steps so that others will see Jesus living in us and want to follow in the steps of the Savior. And just as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, follow after me as I follow after Christ We need to help people follow after us as we walk directly in the footsteps of our Savior. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. Jesus committed himself to him who judges righteously. He knew That the Father's will for his life was the best life possible. That the Father was going to judge righteously. And Jesus was willing to commit himself to the Father's will entirely because he knew the Father was a righteous judge. When we suffer persecution, we should not threaten. But we should commit ourselves to the Father because he is a righteous judge. And if we're going to suffer persecution, then God has a plan for that persecution in our life. He has a plan to help us grow through it. And we need to understand that that plan is the best thing for us. And so when we suffer, we should not threaten the people that are persecuting us, but commit ourselves to God who judges righteously. And then verse 24 says, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Jesus was reviled, he suffered, but he did not revile in return, nor did he threaten, but he followed his Father's will so completely that he died on a cross for our sins. He gave himself as our sacrifice. We need to follow in his steps. We need to present our bodies to God as a living sacrifice. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And so we need to follow in his steps. In the garden, when he was praying, he prayed three times that the cup would pass from him. But nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done, would be his conclusion. That needs to be our conclusion. When God tells us that we are to pick up our cross daily and follow after Christ, we need to do that. We need to follow in his son's footsteps exactly and offer ourselves as a living sacrifice because Jesus was willing to do that for us. He himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree. That we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness we died to sins, according to Romans chapter 6, when we were crucified and baptized into Christ. We died to sin. And so, we've, we've committed ourselves to God if we're a Christian. Now, we need to understand and present ourselves and continue to present ourselves as a living sacrifice for righteousness. Jesus healed us by his stripes. And we need to follow in his footsteps. Verse 25, For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. We were all at one time like sheep going astray. Just as Paul was when he was blinded on the road to Damascus and sent to Ananias to hear the words that he needed to do in order to be saved and to be baptized. Acts chapter 22 and verse 16, And why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized, and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. We were all like Paul. We were like sheep gone astray because we all have sin in our lives. Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 for the wages of sin is death. I'm sorry. Romans 6:23 for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. We were all worthy of death. And in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, the verse that I was going to originally quote there, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We have all been sheep going astray. But because Christ was willing to die for us, he was willing to live for us, and he was willing to die for us, he was willing to be our example, we now can return by obedience to the shepherd and overseer of our souls. As disciples of Jesus, we need to understand what it means to follow in his steps. We need to do our best to be exactly like Jesus. Turning over now to... Luke chapter 2 and verse 42, the Bible says, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. As disciples of Jesus, we need to understand what it means to follow in his steps. Jesus had his own will, but he was willing to lay it aside for that of the father's. And if we're going to follow in his steps, if we're going to understand what it means to follow in his steps, we need to understand what it means to lay our will aside. Jesus knew that he was going to suffer upon that cross, and he was not looking forward to it. So he prayed three times to let the cup pass from him. But his conclusion at the end of his prayer was, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. He laid his will aside, even though it was going to cause him suffering, pain and death upon that cross. He laid his will aside for that of the fathers. All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, according to Paul to Timothy. We need to lay our will aside and learn how to handle persecution, as in verses 23, 24, and 25 of First Peter chapter 2. Jesus knew how to handle persecution. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten. He committed himself to him who judges righteously. Nevertheless, not my will but thine be done. He committed himself to the will of the Father because the Father judges righteously. And so when we're praying, we need to always pray, not my will but thine be done. It's okay to tell God what your will is and to ask for your will, but our conclusion has to be at the end of the day. If our will doesn't match that of the Father's will, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. If we are going to understand what it means to follow in Jesus' steps, we have to understand what it means to lay our will aside for his. In John chapter five and verse 19, the Bible says, Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. If we're going to follow in the steps of Jesus, again, we need to understand what it means to lay our will aside. Jesus said, Most surely I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself. Jesus did not do anything that he did not see his Father do. For what he sees the Father do, for whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. If we are going to understand what it means to follow in Jesus' steps, we need to understand that we can do nothing of ourselves. John chapter 15, verses 1 through 5. We are nothing without Christ. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We are nothing without. Without Christ, and we need His authority for everything that we do in our life. Just like Jesus needed the Father's authority. Whatever He saw the Father do, that's exactly what He was going to do. And that's what we need to understand. We need to lay our will aside. And whatever we see Jesus do, that's what we need to do. As disciples of Jesus, we need to understand what it means to follow in His steps. In John chapter 8, verses 28 and 29, the Bible reads, Then Jesus said to them, Whenever you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing of Myself. But as the Father taught me, I speak these things. And He who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please Him. As disciples of Jesus, we need to understand what it means to follow in His steps. And what it means to follow in Jesus' steps is to do exactly what Jesus does. If he's walking in the sand, we are matching his step, step for step. And so when Jesus prayed, not my will, but thine be done, that's what we need to do. When Jesus said, I only do those things that, that I see my Father do, that's exactly what we need to do of Jesus. When Jesus says, I only speak those things that my Father taught me to speak, that's exactly what we need to do of Jesus. We need to only speak those things that Jesus speaks. We need to teach those things that Jesus taught. We need to follow exactly in Jesus' steps. And in verse 29 of John chapter 8, it says, And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. We need to learn how to put our will aside in order to follow Jesus. And that means always doing those things that please him. Doing that to the best of our ability, always running what we're going to do by what Jesus did in his word, and what Jesus' word tells us to do. Second Timothy chapter two and verse fifteen: study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In John chapter twelve, and verses forty-nine and fifty, the Bible says, For I have not spoken on my own authority. But the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. We need to only speak those things that the Father tells us to speak, that Jesus tells us to speak. Jesus did not speak on his own authority. When it comes to speaking biblical matters, we need to never speak on our own authority. Second Timothy chapter three verses sixteen and seventeen: All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. If we are going to be like Jesus, if we are going to learn how to follow in His steps, it means putting our will aside. Speaking only what God has told us to speak or what Jesus has told us to speak, doing only those things that are pleasing to the Father and learning that we need Jesus' authority for everything that we do in our life. Just as Jesus needs the Father's authority, we need His. As disciples of Jesus, we need to understand what it means to follow in His steps. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.